Hello, everybody, and welcome to a brand new episode of The Chat. We have so much to discuss tonight, considering Soap Twitter has lit up over this past week. But before we hop into everything, let's check in on our co-host. We'll start with the man who just turned the calendar to a new year of his life. Mr. Tiggs, how are you? I'm doing fine, Casey. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you. Um, and then the Brooke Logan of this podcast, who rushed off of her exercise bike to come be with us. Dee, how are you? <laughs> Did you just liken me to Brooke fucking Logan? Are you kidding me? That fucking whore, really? Anyway, I'm feeling great and amazing. Obviously, the orphans are kicking in, and I'm looking better than Jenny Boaz, so I'm good. Thank you. <laughs> And then, look, he knows he's the Luke to my Laura. Rodrigo, how are you? I am doing well. Thank you, America, for making the best choice ever. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. I'm doing well. Thank you, Casey. The man who keeps Donnie Boaz on Twitter. Mm. Alan, how are you here? I'm great. QAnon Pop Pop is mad at me, and I'm fine or flat. <laughs> well, anyway, of course, look, we'll get into it. We'll address the whole Donnie Boaz fiasco. Um, and for those of who who don't know, just buckle your seatbelts and get ready for the show. Um, but first, I want to hit up on Days of Our Lives. So, of course, the last time we all got together, we went in on Days. We had a very kind of therapeutic discussion about the ratings and the direction of the show. Uh, but Days of Our Lives did see its 55th anniversary. Uh, so, Tiggs, what is your favorite Days of Our Lives memory? And where would you like to see the show go as it's future hopefully continues um one of my favorite i'm not gonna go like the typical route was greta's coronation i loved how it all came together the build-up how everybody got shot and shit it was just so exciting for me um i, I just i, I wanted to say it like that <laughs> why are you like elizabeth hasselback on the view right now it was just so exciting for me and everybody was so nice and lovely and I just want there to be consistent storytelling, you know, respect to the past. Stop using rape as a goddamn plot point because nobody wants to see that shit. Like I said on Twitter, the next time there needs to be a rape storyline, they need to work with Rain and take it fucking seriously. Because this tripping alley mess, I didn't like it when I heard about it. I don't like it unfolding on screen. And it's so obvious and stupid. Like, we all know what's gonna happen. That Charlie's gonna turn out to be some stray of Ava's. That's why the DNA came out to make it look like Trip was the daddy. It, it's stupid. There's not gonna be any repercussions for it. Oh, we're sorry we almost destroyed your life, Trip. Let's move on. This is stupid. It's stupid. Ron thinks he's being like so clever with these red herrings. Nobody cares. So I just want to see the storytelling. Oh, okay, Tiggs. Okay. <laughs> 
So, Rodrigo, uh, Days of Our Lives did release a uh, 55th anniversary photoshopped uh, cast photo. Um, so what did you think of the cast photo? Because to me, there were some interesting uh, placements in there. I mean, I mean, it didn't look like any other, like, it's, it's a cast photo. I mean, they Photoshop people, they look good. Um, the wardrobe looks so much better than what I see on screen, that's for sure. Well, um, is Abe. I don't know why they had Abe in the Cosby sweater. I'm like, I mean, it, I mean, that's a that's honest Abe, you know, he's just he's just the old patriarch of that. I mean, he is, he's one of the, the few that's been there the longest, and I mean, that's his old Abe, but the, the cast photo was good. Um, my favorite memory of the show always will be, I'll take it back, I'll show my age, uh, back to, back to, I was in high school when Sam, Samantha Joe, Samantha Jean Brady came into that church and disrupted Austin and Carrie's wedding and she <laughs> passed out. Yeah. And cause you know, back you know, remember Sammy was gone for like three months. So Allison Sweet was gone for three months. We didn't know if she was coming back or not. And then James E. Riley just gave us a just just surprise shocking like entrance. And this girl done passed out. And then all of a sudden she gonna reveal she pregnant with Austin Baby. And we know the what you know, we know the history, what what happened next. But that moment for me, I was like you got me. You have got me. This little girl is just scheming and just like making life hell for her sister. And like not just not little Sammy. Not little Sammy is gonna turn out to be just vicious, like her aunt Samantha, which is like a good uh, was a good ode from James E. Riley to make Sammy just like her, her damn aunt, her own namesake. So like that that was just fitting that Samantha would just carry the torch but what i want to see now from the show is like ron don't be making up shit like this jack and kate shit like you made it's like it's just it i've never seen such a lame ass execution of trying to be shocking in my whole soap life it was just so bad not even Lauren Coslow and Matthew Ashford could save this shit. Like it was this Not really even ridiculous. Katie McLean. Katie McLean, bless you, boo. You are Marcy doing, Miller you're doing couldn't your save thing. Nobody. You're doing your thing, Katie. Katie, you're doing good at Jennifer. Um, Marcy Miller, right after that episode, Abigail spent the whole time in the bathroom. So like she wasn't even needed for that reveal. So it was just like uh, it just wasn't needed. And then they're writing letters still in 2020, like, stop this, like. Well, that, okay, the letter thing I was okay with because. This doesn't make sense, no, we're not, we're not doing that in 2020. I was okay doing. with, look, writing letters is very days-esque. I mean, everybody's written a letter that reveals <sighs> the truth. And, it's, you know, it was Kate just, is 70 years old, so I get why she's still writing letters. But it's just that, bad. that's it was not just what bad. was wrong with the plot line. The letter is not what was wrong with the plot line. The whole thing, <laughs> the whole concept is wrong. It's just wrong. It's just wrong. Kate, like, and nothing wrong with Kate. Yeah, she gonna get her. We know about Kate. Kate, 
she gonna get a man, she gonna get a young man, she gonna get an old man, she gonna get whatever type of man, Kate's all type of man that she gonna sleep with in this town. I get it. But like it just didn't make sense for for it to be Jack and like I don't know. I'm done. Like Ron, this is like this is the part of Ron's writing I don't like is when he does these plot driven shit madness stories and I'm just like here we go again until he he gets back to character driven stuff. So I'm still watching the show, but GH is my number one and Days would be number two and the rest. But yeah, that's how I feel. It would have made much more sense if he slept with Melinda Trask. Them being getting close because yeah. of JJ and Haley and then Haley dying and all that stuff. Jack would never do that to you know. Kate is the one person other than okay. Kate that he would do that. Kate, Kate is the same people, one that busted Jack would up. never do that. The Kate's the one that drove Jennifer's mama to, to a mental home because of an affair with Bill Horton. And like now Kate is the one to be sleeping with Jennifer. So I'm like, okay. <laughs> I thought like stop doing stop doing Kate like this. Like this is not I, I don't I don't like it. And then they have Kate do all this mess and ain't nothing gonna ever happen to her. Kate never gets some type of comeuppance or anything like that. I can see if they was gonna let Jennifer whoop her motherfucking ass, but they not. She used to. (laughs) She used to. I mean, you know, the fishing boat and... (laughs) See, Vivian needs to be on the show. That's the thing. Kate never gets any type of comeuppance or anything unless it's Vivian um, who's on the show. But yeah, I mean, you know, look... Alan, you said it best last week. Maybe it's just time for him to go. I mean, you know, if you run your course, you run your course. Um, and I, I love Ron. I really do. I mean, he gave us the best last, you know, few years of a soap opera ever in One Life to Live. He celebrated an anniversary like nobody could with General Hospital's 50th. But he's getting pretty hacktastic right now. I'm like, I don't see a difference between his show and Adina Higley's show at the moment. I really don't. Yeah. But some of those things, he, it's not just his fault. It's Ken Corday's fault, too. It's like, if he presents some type of story, Ken, you can say no. Or tell him to talk to Warren. Well, Ken Warren said that like he's that. got, you know... He's got autonomy. He's got autonomy. Allegedly, he has autonomy. And I say allegedly because I'm... I don't but he does need to go. Ryan Warren needs to be a writer because... Ron's out to run out of ideas. I'm tired of Kate being a never-ending boner parade on the show. It's man after man I sleep with her. And it's it's tired. No one wants to see it. No one wants to see Kate fucking Jake either. But that's happening. Uh, and I don't know where that came from either. I found that kind of gross. I mean, it's just poor. I'm I'm gonna be real. Poor Lauren Coslo. Because it's like I doubt she minds. She, she gets to make out with younger men, and she's almost 70. She probably likes it, but she's not written as a little brand. I ain't gonna lie. Lauren Cosmo, she still looks good. I'm not, I ain't gonna she lie. Looks Kate, like she looks look, look good. She's still. I mean, yeah, she, she looks is amazing. Amazing. But you don't have to be keep, like, okay. And, like, I mean, okay, would we say the same thing? This was a male character. So it was a male character, and, like, she's like almost like a Jack Abbott. At this point, like Jack, that just like Jack would do the same thing that Kate is doing. So I'm not even questioning Jake just 
like like Kate's is sleeping with all the men. But, but like, we also find it gross with Jack too. Nobody liked when no, that Jack, thing, Jack that was don't make, hung that down no that, that don't make no sense. Alice Hunter or whatever the character's name Dominique. was. I can't remember that Dominique. Yeah, well, what no was sense. the alias she Carrie, right? Wasn't that yeah, her name Yeah. And Jack knows the history between Jennifer and Laura, and Laura and Kate, so he would never even leave him gone there. Well, he was around for all of that. I yes. mean, that was that was Kate's reintroduction. He found her uh, journal in the Horton house, and when she lived there, when it was Kate Winograd in the seventies. I mean, Jack knows all of this, and so yeah, I. This is like. This is not the Jack we have today. This is like oh. old Jack would have done this, but not after all Jack and Jennifer have gone through, would he do this? And I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know. It but was bad Alan, enough that um, he slept with Laura back in the day, but you know, we tend to forget that because it wasn't Matt Ashford, so you know, it doesn't count. But I liked that storyline, though. I didn't I'm sorry. Him, I, did. you know, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't mind Mark Valley as Jack. No, I didn't like Steve Wilde. Mark Valley was okay. Yeah, yeah I really Mark liked Valley. Mark Valley. He Mark gets Valley a lot was, of hate. Yeah, he was really good. But that was a good recast. Yeah, I, I've always loved Mark Valley. From days to Boston Legal, I've always loved him. And he's funny as hell on social media. So. Mm, that, um, poor, that poor Stephanie Cameron, though. They oh, have to change oh, it up. Stop, like, stop, stop. <laughs> Rodrigo, we're celebrating. We're celebrating 55 years. That's part of the history. I'm celebrating the history too. I have to just say, she Rodrigo. tried. <laughs> you ain't celebrating. <laughs> stop that mess. You're like, Clyde is the only man in 10 years. So is Theo being tossed down the stand. Anyway, Alan, what is your favorite Days of Our Lives memory as we look back upon 55 years? There's a lot, but I'm going to go with Sammy getting revenge on EJ and Abby for cheating, because that was just delicious. Having an arrest of her tax fraud at the wedding, and then getting Abby fired for being a whore, it was just so fun. That was good. That was great. Yeah. Alice and Sweeney Ooh. was still robbed. That was good. That was the only time I liked Gary Tomlin's right. Oh my well, God. You say that all the time, and I loved Gary Tomlin. Today. I couldn't stand Gary Tomlin on that, that show. <laughs> uh, Sammy biding her time to get back at EJ and Abby, and the way she did it was so like oh, that is my Sammy. That was my that's Sammy. Sammy's so like not the Sammy that they bring in here. That she's gonna take shit from people because she's trying to do the right thing and like they're gonna shit all over her and she has to take it. No, this was the same that was like plotting, planning. You didn't even see it the way she she got on them. And like, oh, that was some good shit. I mean, I wanted Allison to win the Emmy that year, but like her reel was 25 minutes, if I recall, and like and nobody got time for all that. So like that, that just did not happen. But that storyline was just amazing how she did that. So you that's a good one. You've been, you've been awfully quiet. D, what's your favorite day's memory I from the decade? Days of my life. No, I'm just kidding. Um, Rodrigo <laughs> took my first one. Then that bitch Allen took my second one. So damn. I was sitting there thinking, I was like, 
Petty me wants to say, uh, when Princess Gina pushed Jennifer off that balcony, but. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you what, I think Christian Alfonso, the spirit possessed her. She's like, this bitch ain't Jennifer. She Melissa right now. Bye. But like, I would probably have to say, like, now that my two messy ones are gone, um, probably when Hope was going to get married. So what's that face? That politician, I think his name is Larry or whatever. And then Bo rode up and said, Oh my it. God. Oh, oh yeah, Larry Welch. Yeah. Oh. Larry Welch. Like, yeah, the um, DA was. Yeah, he, he's, he's, he's district. a district attorney. And like, I did not like long haired dudes, but Bo had it going on him and that motorcycle and that leather jacket. He could get it with oh. that facial hair. So, yes. Like, not, I, would say, I would say, like, ooh. Last Blast, because I love Last Blast, but I'm like, that's just an overarching thing. But I like that storyline. And then I liked it, you know, it was like with Bo and Hope, it was like good girl, bad boy. And that's probably why I like Sin, because, you know, good girl, bad boy come in. And then Sierra came in riding in on that motorcycle, just being her daddy's daughter. So mm. if I had to like pick, I would probably say romance wise, it would be that one. I didn't want to go for the obvious. Oh, when you know Marlena turned out to be a killer, or when she got possessed, the devil. Oh. you know. So I'm like, I didn't want to go with the obvious <laughs> one, but Rodrigo took my first one, and then Alan took my second one because you know I was going for the messy stuff that be happening. So I'll just go for love this time. Well, speaking of messy and love, when um, Bo and Billy were set to get married, and Hope was there when everybody believed she was still Princess Gina. And the chandelier came crashing down on <laughs> and Billy's wedding day. And that was good. I also, you know, my last really favorite memory of Daisy, even though it was years ago, you know, I just got to go with, you know, what I loved. And the disaster, I mean, the budget was amazing for that. That was like the last time Daisy's budget was really good. And I mean, the special effects were great. And um, so yeah, I mean, the disaster was a lot of fun to watch. Um, I miss the prime, the prime yeah, time specials, like the, the oh, one stormy yeah. night, winter heat, <laughs> oh, yeah. winter heat, yeah. winter, oh, winter heat, yes. Oh my god, yes, yes. I think winter no heat, trip. I think winter heat was the one with Sammy popped the Captain Allen's ass and shot his dick off. Yeah. I think that was it. And the mm. cruise of deception and oh my god, the tale, I mean, the, the tale of two Romans when two Romans, oh, yes, my god. when she didn't know if oh Marlena think of John was Stefano when he came back. Oh my god, <laughs> it was like yeah, Marlena, sure that that's Stefano, yeah. John and Marlena have been John and Marlena have been through so much. Dan Spears and Stories. Tom oh. Douglas. Okay, put him in that damn bird cage. Jam trying to kill Victor in that damn bathtub. <laughs> mm. oh oh, Back when the cold was amazing. Oh my God, Lexi! Like when Lexi turned evil, she turned like her daddy. I was like, yes. Oh, the best. Renee Jones oh, saved that baby switch story. Oh my God, that was That's amazing. One of my favorite amazing. Oh Renee, oh we missed you, boo. Lexi was not gonna oh. let them take her white baby. No. <laughs> not gonna let them take eyes. Mm -mm. 
Well, the it Sammy Nicole baby out. switch. That was fun when um, Sammy slapped Nicole not one, not twice, but three times. Okay. <laughs> oh. <sighs> oh, days of our lives. And then I have to say, even Ron, like the beginning of his tenure when he was healing the show um, from Dina Higley going off the rails with Jungle Madness and Morgan Fairchild and but yeah I mean you know that was a lot of fun so yeah a lot of great memories um from 55 years of days of our lives uh but anyway let's get into um uh the talk so many uh people tweeted us and said that we may have been right if the talk is coming to an end or not um another co-host has jumped ship uh, Eve announced last week that she was leaving the show. Um, of course, this comes just about a month after Maria Osmond was announced to not be returning for the new season. Um, so, Dee, let's go to you on this first. What do you think of another talk co-host jumping ship? And do you think the show is going to come to an end? Real talk, I don't care. I don't care about the talk. I do the day after the Emmys and that's about it. Um, I see one more co-host leaving as one more step closer to me getting as the world turns back. That's that's all I care about, to be honest with you. Um, that show from everything that I've seen, just from the clips that I've seen, is not the show that it started out as. Imagine. You know, they, they lost whatever little chemistry they had going on. Um, I mainly fast forward when I watch it. I only watch it when certain people are on there and I watch for the guests and that's it. Okay, if it's going to be a soap day, like Melody Thomas Scott stops yeah. by the talk to talk about 40 years. Of young I'll show up wrestler. for that. If it's something soap related or it has to be somebody really good. But like, honestly, I get why they went with talk shows because they're cheap to produce. But the quality is also cheap, too. So you kind of have to look at that. And at some point, you just kind of have to wrap it up. I think that they're on the way out because their ratings aren't where they were where they were last year at the Emmys. They didn't pay for as many tickets for their fans to be in the audience when they didn't win like they normally do. So I just kind of feel like there's probably budget cuts and other things going on behind the scene. But wrap it up. I'm done. So, Rodrigo, let's go to you. What do you think will happen, though, if the talk does get canceled? First of all, Eve, Eve pulled the Rochelle Rock. She said, my man got two jobs. I don't need this job no more. Um, she, <laughs> she, her man, everybody knows Eve is married to some rich man, and she really didn't need this job. But, like, you could tell, like, it's like the view, like there's so many rotating people that come in now. I think the Rays will res will sustain the talk for a little while, but if it's canceled, you know what daytime's gonna do? They're gonna find someone else to do talk shows. Like you see, they got that wretched, I'm sorry, that horrible Drew Barrymore show, it's so bad. So you're going to see like more of those type of shows are like going to replace the talk because they're not going to like dare create a new soap opera. You have all these other shows you have on streaming services, Netflix and whatnot, but you can't create a soap opera for your network. 
that's sagging. So if they, if the talk is canceled, they're gonna they're gonna replace it with another talk show. So it's and you'll have some obscure C list celebrity just hosting it. So like it's it is what it is at this point. I would love it as the world turns back too, but Oh yeah, I mean we all would, you know. But we would all will they do it? No. So I mean, you're right. They'll probably dig up somebody to <laughs> go and get a talk show. Like Tori Spelling, you want a talk show? You got it. <sighs> but Alan, um, let's go to you because many people, you know, equate the talks um, enormous decrease in ratings this past season with the backlash over Marie Osmond being let go um, and really nothing being said about why she was let go. So why do you think, um, excuse me, do you think the talk can recover at all or do you think they're just going to ride it out to cancellation? I don't think they'll recover at all. I don't think the race was Marie Osmond, but she's because who cares about Marie Osmond? Only old white women. And really, really watching Marie Osmond? No. Okay, not have you been confused on who watches the talk? <laughs> well, I know, but still. But I don't think people were like, oh, God, Marie Osmond's on. I better watch the talk. No. Joseph A. Cancel is probably because of all the show host changes and all that. People didn't really gel. Oh, and like Rodrigo said, or just be some random celebrity. Cameron Diaz or Charo or something will get a new show on there. And so buy the talk. Who cares? Charo. <laughs> I cannot with you. I can't believe you said you know what? Here, give it look, we'll take over the talk's time slot. Welcome to the chat. Gucci Gucci. So Look, they're going to have to up Tiggs' wig budget if they're going to bring us to television. All right. <laughs> get get you some Juliana Margulies $25,000 good wife wigs. <laughs> okay. So, um, so anyway, I say that we just get into it. Tiggs, I'm going to go to you first. We're going to talk about Donnie Boaz. So... For those of you who may not know, if you want to jump in the story, if you don't watch Windar or anything like that, uh, Donnie Boaz uh, plays a legacy character, uh, Philip Chancellor, who goes by chance. Um, since joining the show, the actor has been very outspoken about his Republican views. Um, but this past week, it's gotten... Uh, pretty disturbing. Um, uh, I don't even know where to go. I'm like stuttering so much because I'm not even sure what to say. I mean, it really does disgust me. So um, there was a soap fan um, who had spoken about Joe Biden being um, elected the next president of the United States um, and accusing Biden of being a pedophile. And Donnie Boaz liked the tweet um, and then proceeded to go kind of on this Republican rampage, even hopping in our very own Alan Serapa's mentions on Twitter. Uh, so Tiggs, what do you think of the Donnie Boaz situation? What are your thoughts on it? 
as I've said on Twitter before, I mean, his political views were just icing on the cake. Before he even got to our screens, we saw a picture of him and said, ugh. He like he went to school with Trisha Cass. How's he supposed to be her son? Ugh. And then when he came on, he doesn't have any stage presence. Like, he sticks out like a sore thumb. Besides a few scenes he's had with Jill, you can't even tell that he's little Philip. You can't tell that he's flipping Nina's son. It feels like a totally different character. That doesn't feel like Nina's son. And bringing Trisha Cass back with two funky ass episodes of this book ain't gonna solve the issue either. And him liking these hateful, fraudulent tweets made by these crazy ass, racist ass, nasty people. And like, like I said on Twitter earlier, you can make you can want to make America great again all you want in your goddamn house. But when it comes to your public platform, you keep a kid. You keep that shit at home. It's a lot of people, it's a lot of soap stars that we all love who voted for that son of a bitch. But they know to keep their damn mouth shut. And Donnie got to learn the hard way. Uh, so, uh, D, I want to go to you next. Um, some people have come to Donnie Boaz's defense. Um, I them. <laughs> no. Okay, so Alan. No, <laughs> so D. Anyway, um, one person who came to his defense, and I'm, I'm just gonna talk about it. I'm just gonna talk about it because I feel like we would be doing a disservice if we didn't talk about it. Um, Nelson Branco um, from the soap opera genre. Um, who's covered it for years, who's been on Daytime Confidential's podcast many times, um, decided to come to Donnie's defense as well um, in a tweet that said we shouldn't be attacking him, um, that he's well-liked and um, that everybody loves him on the set and all that stuff. So, Dee, what did you think of people defending him including Nelson. Okay, you being messy as hell because you know that that Nelson is my gay boyfriend and you have me comments on him. You know what? You gonna learn if I'll drag my mama, I will drag you. So Nelson, that being said, as your black girlfriend, I'm gonna tell you, your man is trash. And if you defend him, you are trash too. I said what I said on Twitter. If he had said something and people are pulling up Facebook posts and pulling up Twitter, just tweets that he has made from years and years ago, I said what I said. If he was coming for gays, you would be the first one with a pitchfork leading the crowd to char and feather him. So you need to keep that same energy for this dude that's coming, that, that's supporting someone that's coming for black people, coming for people of color, coming for trans people. Boy, does the Jew and me have to drag you like this? You should know better. You should have known to keep your damn mouth shut. And then you're gonna end it with, a, with, a, with some thirst on the end. Ah, uh, he's ugly. Your taste is trash. You should not be thirsting after that fool right there. If you want to ride that MAGA dick, that's your business. But you better be prepared for the backlash that comes from it. 
you should have known what time it was when his co-stars aren't really defending him. He's sitting up there getting dragged by the two, by the two uh, lesbian queens on the Young of the Restless. So that should have let you know what time it was. So you take that good little ass beating, Donnie Boaz, I know he from somewhere in Texas. He's probably from some place where some white cheaters are at. You know what? If you want to be racist, boo, you be you. I'm telling you from the second that they announced that he was going to be Chance, you know I was laughing and dragging. I'm not going to front. The, the problem I have with him is his performance. Like, I had a problem with him before his political views came out. So you can't sit there and make it like, oh, it's just because he's a MAGA. That doesn't have anything to do with it. Uh, you don't look like Chance. You don't act like Chance. Amen. You, you're and a legacy you're character. You're so right. He just, he you're does so not right. fit in that role. And you know what? The only people that like him are people on Facebook. And you know their taste is trash anyway. So that should have let you know what time it was. But let me be quiet. All I'm going to say is uh, I love you, Nelson. But that, that, that hot take was hot garbage. And fuck Danny Boas. Well, and you know, that's the thing. Um, I come from a place of loving Nelson as well. He's somebody that we've invited onto the show before. Um, the scheduling didn't really line up at the time. Um, but I, I just had to hop in his mentions and kind of wake him up a little bit. Meanwhile, you're accusing the president-elect of pedophilia with no evidence. Furthermore, Alan, I wanna to go to you next. Donnie Boaz took the time to hop into your Twitter mentions and talk about how he didn't understand how him expressing himself was a fireable offense all of a sudden. So Alan, go ahead and speak on that if you would, please. That uncooked mound of chicken come to life hopped in my mansions, trying to act like he can do whatever he wants, like whatever he wants, say whatever he wants, but that's not true. He liked a 9-11 truther tweet, which is fucking disgusting. He's all in there going, oh, thanks for heads up. It's a high rival offense. Fuck you, buddy. Shut the fuck up. It's... Why does he still have a job? I know the other versus cast has a lot of Republicans on there that we all know, Amelia Hindley and more, but this is unacceptable. You can't do less. And he sucks in the role anyway, so he needs to go. And, you know, I, I just want to say that because I, I took the time on my Twitter to say this is I don't usually judge on political basis of who you vote for. What I judge upon is when you start making accusations, when you start being hateful, when you start being disgusting. And, you know, let's take a look at the Melissa Reeves situation, shall we? Allegedly, Melissa Reeves is, you know, she didn't want to come back to the show because of the pandemic. And she said it would be temporary. Now we see her recast, Katie McLean, who was supposed to be on for what was it, two weeks, now has a contract in the role of Jennifer. So, you know, the thing is, is when you go as far as he has, it does become an HR issue. 
because how do you feel comfortable with your cast members wanting to work with you? You know what I mean? You know, if you make your cast members feel uncomfortable because of this, that is an HR issue. That is how this is a fireable. It's a branding issue because you don't want to look at CVS brand associated with someone who likes a 9-11 truth or tweet, which is horrid. It is. And as someone that lost a family member in 9-11, he's dead to me forever. You can't tell me shit about Danny Boaz for the rest of his fucking life. When I see him, he's trash. Every time I see him, I'm going to call him garbage. I'm just letting you know up front and I'm letting him know up front. Every time I see you, I'm going to snatch your ass. I'm not even playing. Well, and you know, I took the time to open up about my personal experiences of why I found the accusation of pedophilia against the president-elect truly disturbing um, because it's being groped inappropriately as a child was something that happened to me. And so, you know, happened twice. And so that is why I took the time to kind of say my piece on it. Because if I was a cast member of The Young and the Restless or a crew member, I would never want to work with this guy again. Now, Rodrigo, um, The Young and the Restless's official Twitter account um, asked fans to tweet out some love to the character of Chance for the current storyline that's being played out on screen. Um, And the day before they asked, you know, fans to tweet out love for Chance and Abby getting engaged. So, and under the today's tweet, uh, Kate Fairbanks, um, who portrays Tessa on The Young and the Restless, and Cameron Grimes, who portrays Mariah, took the time to kind of make their voices be heard. So Rodrigo, what do you think about The Young and the Restless kind of not reading the room social media wise and Kate Fairbanks and Cameron Grimes speaking out in a way? <sighs> oh my God. It's always something going on at Young and the Restless. Like, like it's always some drama going on behind the scenes on that show. And it always had to do with some of these some of the cast members that, you know, that are very questionable in behavior. And so I'm not surprised by all this, this Donnie, Danny, Don Boy, I don't even know what the fuck his name is. I don't even care about him. I feel bad for Trisha Cass that has to like act besides this man because like, this is the worst thing they could have done. It was hired this old ass man to be her son. And he's not even shit anyway. And the way that people come into his defense is ridiculous. I'm glad the girls, Kate, Fairbanks, and um, what's her name? Cameron, Miss Cameron, Miss Cameron Grimes. Thank you, Dee. (laughs) I forget her name. Um, Miss Cameron are coming, you know, they always, they are very outspoken on Twitter. I know that for a fact. So I know they weren't going to take this line down. So it's just part of the course of CBS. Like they accept some of these behaviors sometimes. Some of their cast members are questionable. And I don't know, Angelica McDaniel was there. This was not be going on because everyone is like running amok over that that's network. And it's it's just sad. And I have nothing for Danny. For Boaz, I don't give a fuck about him. I don't 
really care. Like people are taking care of him anyway. He's getting dragged. I get to sit down and just sit back and watch, you know, eat my popcorn and just watch him just ruin his own soul career. So it's fine. So I don't care. I have better things to worry about. You know, you have to find the line in your workplace. And you have to find the line when you're on a public platform. Um, For example, when I went into work um, on election day, it was something we didn't really talk about. Um, And it's not because, you know, nobody at work kind of disagrees with one another. We were all kind of on the same side, but it's just, we knew that you have to find a line between your professional and personal life. And especially if you're somebody who's going to be watched by 3 million people a day, you certainly need to find the line a whole lot faster than the rest of us. And so with this whole situation, I don't know what the future holds on it. I think we've certainly spoke about it. And I think that we'll just see the events fold out the rest of the week if anything else happens. Um, But yeah, I I just, I'm truly disgusted. And, you know, it's, it's gonna be really hard for me to watch the character of Chance on my screen. You know what I mean? It's gonna be hard for me to try and make the separation. And that's something I've really never had to do before um, because even though he's definitely not a great actor in my opinion, I tried to just watch these shows for escapism, but how can you escape this? It's so divisive. If you want to shit post as a soap star, get a sock puppet account with some egg on there. Well, we, we don't have eggs anymore, but whatever. Just some random account that no one knows about, shit post your cards in his head and no one will know about it. Do that. I don't want to see your shitty likes, even though Andwine is usually looking. But I, I shouldn't have something to see, bitch. Yes, and you know, to Raya fans, to Raya fans would be dragging his ass all day. Shout out to my lesbian friends. They coming through clutch. Boy, nobody's pettier than them. Kate Fairbanks, Cameron Grimes. I mean, I really have to like commend them for speaking out on this issue because, you know, the only to the only long-term gay couple this show has ever had can never get a storyline. And if they do get a storyline, it lasts three days. And you can't find sustainability in them. You can't find sustainability in the Black cast members of this show. Yet we're devoting five days a week to Chance and Abby. I, I don't know why. You know, this show, I think The Young and the Restless is trying to get better. I see the puzzle pieces trying to be made sense of. They're trying to put the edges together and then work their way in. But as long as this is going on, it, I don't know. It, 
The Young and the Restless is my favorite soap of all time, but talk about something that's going to be hard to watch as long as they continue to devote as much time to this story as they currently do. Um, anyway, Tiggs, any final thoughts as we come to a close? Well, Donnie Boaz, happy birthday to me. <laughs> you need to go to bed. <laughs> 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 Alan, any final thoughts? If you want me to leave Donnie Bowers alone, my thought, my message to you is, fuck you. I tweet what I want. Double middle finger, bitches. <laughs> it's D. Anything to add? <laughs> Education goes a long way. Um, you're on a cast with black people. You might want to have some conversation with them. I'm fairly certain there's some gay people either on the cast or in the crew. You can have some conversations with them. You can have some conversations with some non-QAnon people, AKA trailer trash Scientology and get yourself educated. I'm just saying, and you know, Google is free. You can learn something. There's no reason for you in this day and age to be walking around looking stupid and I'm not the person. I'm not the person that's normally hollering, fire them, lose your job, lose your job. I'm just saying he needs to get some diversity training and get some awareness, some sensitivity. He needs to learn how to read the room. The person running the YNR uh, social media needs to learn how to read the room. Uh, everybody needs to learn how to read the room because some of these people are walking around like Helen Keller. Um, other than that, uh, shout out to the men of Days of Our Lives for that fire ass tweet that you sent out with all that eye candy on there. Uh, 55 years of hot men. This is why I stay attached to Days of Our Lives. I want to end on a good note. <laughs> there you go. And Mr. Rodrigo, yourself, any final thoughts? Um, final thoughts. Do yourself a favor and watch GH. Um, I'm just telling you, like, it's the only soap opera right now that's giving me soap opera. Tell them. You may not, you might not like some of these characters. You might not like the directions of some of them, but it's giving me soap opera. And that's all I can ask for these days. And shout out to Finola Hughes this week. Miss Finola D. Hughes doing her damn thing. It's Anna and Alex Devane. It's... There's a there's a just a handful of actors in this genre that can pull off twins on daytime. And you may not like, okay, Alex was not like this on all my children. I know that. I, I know she wasn't like this on all my children, but that's the beauty of when you haven't seen this character in like 25 plus years or 20 years, or however long she was on years ago. I mean, she wasn't that important because they replaced her with Anna. So like she wasn't even that important. So you can do whatever you want with a character you have not seen in so many years. Okay, she she's crazy loopy, but Fadola pulls it off. She pulled it off this week, and I'm just like in awe. Like shout out to all the GH ladies over at GH, Nancy Lee Grand. Shout out to you in those scenes with Kelly Monaco. Mm -hmm. uh, Alexis told her as okay, I'm gonna keep drinking. Fuck you. <laughs> She's, uh, what about you and your uh, hitman husband? Like, leave me alone. 
Uh, let me have my drinks in peace. Like Nancy Lee's doing her thing, more West. Like the ladies of GH are doing their damn thing with Emmy season. And like, it ain't over yet, ladies and gentlemen. It's not over yet for Emmy season. So that's my final thought. Roger just said, love yourself and watch General Hospital. Love yourself, please. <laughs> please. Um, yeah, amen. Watch General Hospital. Um, watch all four soaps if you can and, you know, give support to all the soaps and stuff. Um, also, uh, rest in peace, Alex Trebek. Um, as we come to a close tonight, um, of course, it was announced that Alex Trebek uh, lost his battle with cancer and passed away at the age of 80. Um, of course, he was the revered host of Jeopardy for 36 years, and he will be very much missed. Um, anyway, you can find me at KCS Hutch. You can find our show at the chat underscore podcast. Tiggs, where can they find you? Best 11985. And Mr. Allen, where can they find you? You can find me, Audrey of Downey Boaz, and Alice Rappa. The one, the only D, where can they find you? Stand on these fans next at TMZ Diddy. And the Mara West fan of this podcast, Rodrigo, where can they find you? <laughs> you can find me standing Mara West for life at Rodrigo's <laughs> World 81. Gotta love Mara West. She keeps us going. Yes. <laughs> Anyway, everybody, um, have a good night, uh, and we will see you next time on the chat. Bye. Don't read QAnon. Bye. Listen to your president. Wear your mask. And mind your business. Watch your ass.